to Pin Circle. This is Ed Angeles. We're now on Season 3, Episode 40 of this podcast. And this time we'll be discussing another interesting topic about crypto investment. For today's podcast episode, we have invited a crypto enthusiast, investor, and an entrepreneur, Mr. Chip Vintonitz, as he shares with us his relevant takeaways on his crypto journey as well as value proposition to our digital economy. So let's get started. Thank you for listening to Fin Circle and welcome to our podcast. Over the last decade, cryptocurrency has gone from overlooked asset to a widely popular investment. Cryptocurrencies are a form of digital currency secured through cryptography and computer networks. And these currencies are not overseen by traditional central institutions like government or banks. And transactions are performed while maintaining the semi-anonymity of buyers and sellers. Here are some crypto user stats and demographics as of today. There are about 59.1 million Americans on some form of cryptocurrency in 2021. Vietnam is currently ranked at the top of Chain Analysis Global Crypto Adoption Index, followed by India and Pakistan to round out the top three. Many high adopters are developing markets such as Ukraine, Kenya, and Nigeria, according to the most recent report. In the United States, 
a high income earners are disproportionately represented with those making 100,000 US dollars or more annually, comprising 25% of crypto owners, but only 15% of the general public. There are about 70% of cryptocurrency owners are also men, but represent only 48% of the general population, according to a report by McKinsey. Women comprise 30% of crypto owners, but 52% of the general population. Hispanics are overrepresented among crypto owners. About 16% of the U.S. population identifies as Hispanic, but 24% of cryptocurrency owners identify as the same, according to the McKinsey report. Crypto users are also overwhelmingly millennials. Report said that 57% of all cryptocurrency owners in the U.S. are millennials, despite representing 30% of the overall population. Gen Z represents 13% of crypto owners, but 11% of the population, while Gen X holds 20% of the cryptocurrency while representing 27% of the population according to the recent McKinsey report. Although cryptocurrencies have created a new alternative method of payment and opened up doors for millions all over the world, the production of uh, cryptocurrency has been mired in controversy because of the energy required to produce it. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are mined on decentralized computer networks that act much like a large ledger. And this ledger tracks each transaction of cryptocurrency and computers throughout the network verify and process each transaction through a blockchain database. Think of it like a long receipt that records every transaction in a cryptocurrency. As a transaction processed and verified, new bitcoins are created or mined. Mining is the process of adding another entry into the receipt or another block to the chain. This process requires high-powered and sophisticated computers and a lot of electricity as well. Citing the Cambridge Bitcoin Electricity Consumption Index, Columbia University says that Bitcoin alone used an estimated 150 terawatt of hours of electricity annualized as of May 2022, more than Argentina, with 45 million people. 
Bitcoin mining consumes to so much electricity that it accounts for 0.4% of the entire world's electricity consumption as of July 2022, according to the Cambridge Index. Hence, mining for Bitcoin is very interesting because this will now give us an estimate of what is really required in terms of electricity. According to the recent study, it is estimated to create between 22 to 22.9 million metric tons of carbon dioxide emissions per year, comparable to those created by Sri Lanka, according to the Economic Times. So, if Bitcoin were a country, it would be in the top 30 energy users worldwide, according to DG Economist. Hence, one Bitcoin transaction's carbon footprint is equivalent to more than 975,000 Visa transactions, according to DG Economist. And Bitcoin emissions alone could increase average global temperature about 2 degrees centigrade, according to research in the journal Nature Climate Change. It is even estimated that Bitcoin mining consumes the same amount of electricity as all the data centers in the whole world, according to the research uh, done by Journal Julie. While cryptocurrency were first created, it was nearly impossible for government tax agency to track them. Hence, the hallmark of blockchain transaction is anonymity, meaning one could not prove the identity of the buyer or the seller. Since 2014, however, it has been uh, the task of the IRS and they have stated that cryptocurrency is treated as a property for federal income tax purposes. Although the agency itself has not released the official estimates yet, a new analysis from Barclays figures that the IRS losses an estimated 50 billion US dollars per year from taxes that should be paid on cryptocurrency assets. Buying and holding cryptocurrency is not considered a taxable event. You can buy and hold the crypto for as long as you want, though you do have to disclose that on your tax return. But once you decide to sell, which means to realize the gain or the losses, then it will be your obligation to report that in your tax declaration. The popularity of cryptocurrency has grown in recent years as access to crypto becomes easier and easier. The asset is still incredibly, incredibly volatile. And this year alone, in 2022, rising interest rates have caused sell-offs in Bitcoin as skittish investors have offloaded what is still considered to be a risky investment. The governments around the world, including the United States, 
I've also started to analyze how to regulate cryptocurrency. Thus, on March 9, 2022, U.S. President Joe Biden signed a, an executive order to call for a broad review of digital assets, including cryptocurrencies. Hence, the federal agencies are currently reviewing digital currencies and assessing the risks they pose to overall financial stability, among other considerations. The difficulties of tax reporting and the controversy surrounding crypto have resulted in the digital asset being entirely banned in nine countries, specifically Algeria, Bolivia, Bangladesh, Dominican Republic, Ghana, Nepal, North Macedonia, Qatar, and Vanuatu. China, which used to account for the majority of the world's Bitcoin mining, has now outlawed cryptocurrencies altogether as well. Cryptocurrencies, although available as a method of payment for some companies scattered throughout the world, has not made an official leap as a widely available currency. And there are several cryptocurrencies and, uh, that accept it in a form of currency of payment, but very limited at this point in time. So far, El Salvador and Central African Republic accept crypto as a legal tender, although both countries have had significant problems with its implementation. To summarize, cryptocurrency's volatile nature and controversy surrounding climate impact make it a speculative investment. Even a more established coin like Bitcoin is risky. All cryptocurrencies are fairly new and it's difficult to compare asset-backed investments like stocks to digital currencies that are backed purely by investor sentiment. Cryptocurrencies overall have become popular in recent years. But one thing for sure, it still faces a number of challenges. Increasing regulatory oversight by governments throughout the world. Extremely volatile price swings and fickle investor sentiment will continue to pressure the future of digital currencies and its digital assets. For today's podcast episode, we've invited a good friend, a crypto enthusiast, an investor and entrepreneur, Mr. Chip Winternitz, as he uh, explains to us his remarkable experience on crypto investment as well as its significant relevance to our digital economy. It's great to have you, Chip, and welcome to FinCircle. Great. Thanks for having me. Let's probably start by defining on what are your main influences in relation to crypto investment, and what do you think are its value proposition to our digital economy? Yeah, good question. Um, I think my main... uh, my main influence was the fact that I like I like investing, you know, in in in, in many different things. 
not just crypto but in alternative things i mean even even things as boring as bonds you know i would look at it um but i think i think all in all what fascinated me about crypto was just that you were able to get into an investment or an asset class that was so new you know in my lifetime maybe this is one of the first <laughs> that you could get in from the start right and of course there were a lot of you know like anything in its start uh, in its infancy um there's a lot of room for improvement but there's also a lot of um excitement um in 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 a space like that um of course my friends i had friends so as early as 2018 um i you know being a traditional sort of investor when people were you know people were talking to me about crypto i was also very skeptical at the time um i was like yeah that that's a big casino you know that what what is the underlying assets you know the typical questions that a, a regular investor would ask and no one knew and this thing just kept going up and up and up and up and you know i guess i i got interested you know it 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 piqued my curiosity um where in the like where in the where in where what investment would give you a hundred times return you know things like that those things really really um really really piqued uh, you know my my curiosity in it and um i guess its value proposition for me was that it could create monster value i mean in 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 just real you know real terms you know your your $100 or $200 could be as high as $300,000 you know if you now how you did that of course that is the casino part you know <laughs> that's the so that's where you know i think i can um i i have experiences there both good and bad <laughs> so very good point, Chief. Where do you think we are now in terms of the adoption ratio of crypto investment in the Philippines that you somehow observe as compared to other Asia-Pacific countries in the region? Okay, um, in the Philippines, I think um, we are pretty we are pretty progressive. Um, as early as 2018, I think, or yeah, I think it was 2018. We had the PIDAX. Um, that that was a that was a digital exchange that was you know that was homegrown, um, and then up to now, um, like I think this year, Binance, um, one of the one of the biggest um, exchanges, uh, is looking to come to the Philippines or is in the Philippines. You know, um, I know that um, the SEC, the, the the regulators here, are very open to that. Um, and there and and um, everything in between, I've uh, well maybe in twenty twenty not so much twenty eighteen but maybe twenty late twenty twenty to twenty twenty one, you know everyone was talking about crypto here, especially the young ones, um, and uh, rightfully so. I mean it was it was it was just going crazy, it was going bananas. You know this thing was just. You know, taking off into outer space as Elon Musk, you know, who who is one of the biggest, 
would I say market mover without even moving anything <laughs> did um I mean it, it it it's big and it's funny because I spoke I when I speak to uh you know my friends in Singapore uh or you know Hong Kong um it's not as enthusiastic as here I don't know maybe I don't know why um maybe maybe they're more traditional um uh, and maybe they're more mature in 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 um in in investing that they really you know they really look at regulation and if this is not regulated I don't like it you know okay it's transparent but I mean if there's no regulation it could be anything you know I mean they could be they could say I was invest uh, they could say that they were investing in um you know bananas but for all you know they were investing in oranges you know you you don't know. So my experience um, is uh, that I think in the time I've been doing the crypto, I think Philippine, Philippines, especially the young, are are very much into it, and uh, and I think also because it's such a low buyer to entry, right? I mean, as low as I think one hundred pesos, maybe two hundred pesos, you could invest one share. <laughs> Or one coin or two coins, right? And experience one hundred times your money if you hit it big. And there are a lot of things from two thousand eighteen all the way up to you know twenty 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 one. And I'm sure later on it will still be like that. That you could take advantage of these uh, phenomenal gains if you do it properly. We all know that cryptocurrencies can be an extremely volatile investment. How do you mitigate and balance the risk and opportunity cost so as to protect your own digital assets? To protect your assets. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I think the first thing is when your friend tells you he made 100%. I'm just using 100% because in the crypto space, that's so easy to do. I mean, if you got into it, right? Um, making... Making one into two is not that hard. You can do that in less than a day, right? Um, is when he says he made one hundred percent, it's him who made one hundred percent, not you, right? So the moment he says that and you say, "Wow, that's great," and you get in, you could lose five hundred percent. Come on, you can't do that. You can lose the one hundred percent, right? Um, in other words, you need to take. You need to. I think have a at least. A small background on traditional finance ways, the traditional way of investing. You know, there there are key concepts in traditional ways of investing, um, like uh, the simple things. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. That that's the basic. That's that, that's one of the basic things. Um, diversification is good, right? Don't always um, don't always. Let's say if you like transportation, don't don't buy. Um, everything transportation or you like gaming for instance that i think the theme of uh, a crypto theme in was it maybe 2021 was gaming so don't put all your money into gaming right i mean have a have a a nice uh bundle bundle of things you know um i i, I read once when i was younger that um you need your you need your investment holdings to zig and zag right so meaning that not you don't want everything to go in one direction 
you know when one does well maybe the other one's not doing well um or if the other one's not doing well maybe three are doing well the most important thing is your total um holding meaning if you have a hundred dollars and you put it into let's say five different things even if four don't make it but one makes it and your 100 becomes 200 that's good right um also i i think that um people have to understand that in a deregulated market um anything goes you know it's wild wild west so an experience i have for instance is um that uh there have been times that i i um i didn't i put i put um let's say $50 or $100 or something like that small small into something and then I'd go get a glass of water and have a chat with a friend then by the time I get back <laughs> it's gone right so um you just really have to watch it you know um another thing is that there's two main ways you can i guess uh attack this attack um crypto the first is you become an investor and then the other one is you become a trader so when you're what do i mean when you're a, when you're an investor you you pick you pick a a coin let's say bitcoin right and you put your money there and you you maybe uh do some um old traditional uh dollar cost averaging on your coin and over time it goes up or it goes down right in other words you put it on cruise control like your car the other way is you do it trading right and trading means that you open your computer your device you buy uh, a coin let's say at a certain price and then you sell it before you stop looking right in other words you close um in the financial world it's closing your position so you close you, before you go to bed before closing your computer you get out of all your positions right um and 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 that one we, uh, i i i personally have better success doing that than 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 the investing right because there you can put rules you can you know you can you can uh, you can uh, you can you can control yourself there you know, with a little discipline. Yeah. That's a very good point. Most Bitcoin players, uh, Chip, would like to know on how do you find new crypto investment potential? Um, okay, new crypto investment potential. I like to... Okay, in the in trading, um, I... I would I would suggest or I would encourage people to to learn the basics of charting, right? Um, charting is basically you get the price action of a coin. You you can this is all online. You can see the historic let's say the historical ten year price, and then in real time you can see this moving right now. It's so amazing that, um, and I think that's why a lot of people get into it is that. Maybe not real time, but almost real time. If you go on an exchange like Binance, you don't have to pay, you know, uh, hundreds and thousands of dollars for a Bloomberg terminal. 
you know you can you can just do it out of your computer with no with you don't have to pay anything and the tools are there you know i mean these exchanges if you look at the crypto exchanges they're very they're very well equipped um and um i i think uh that's the first place i'd look so in trading i would maybe you know know the flavor of the month you know before there was that flavor of the month whether it was it was um it was into you know gaming or the nfts you know the the that that i think is very popular among the the millennials you know the um it was it was it was very popular um i think a year ago you know then it kind of fizzled out when the market tanked um but uh but see those are those though in any of those investments you could have either held it or you could have traded it so i mean that 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 was um that it depended on your strategy um how would i find new ones ask my friends um some of them who are more into the market than me so i'm i'm not uh i'm not 24 hours see that's the other thing crypto is 24 hours unlike you know in the us if you invested in stocks in the us it's only at this time in the philippines it's only at this time right um crypto you can wake up at 3 in the morning 6 uh 6 in the morning lunchtime uh anytime you want and something's moving right uh, and read you know follow follow people like um there are there are i don't know about crypto influencers i mean you know i mean but there are like twitter twitter was a big thing for crypto you know everyone all the new coins would have twitter um this is you know cuz twitter is like free advertising right and I and I think um, a lot of people followed, and then they have all their groups. So I mean, you know, if you if something interests you, you can you can follow. Uh, yeah, basically like that. That's that's how I would that's how I would uh, I would start. You know? Yeah. From your perspective, Chip, is crypto worth investing? If it is, then how much you should invest for crypto? If it's your first time. Okay, that's a two-part question. The first part is, is crypto worth investing? Yes, I think. Um, but um, to know how much to invest in the first time, I'd, I'd, like, uh, I'd like to go back to one of the, the, the basic principles of investing, which is you've got to know where in the spectrum crypto falls into. So if you have a safe, the safest, um, the safest haven for your money, right, is something that beats inflation rate, meaning the cost of goods going up every year. Now, if you put your money under your bed, that's super safe because that's right under your bed. But, you know, over time, it it might not be worth that much. But over time, right, not tomorrow. Um, and then going up to you have your, you have your, your, your traditional instruments like time deposits, um, then you have the bonds, then you have the stocks, then you have the futures. So these are all um, going higher and higher in risk. And crypto, I think, because given the nature, even if Bitcoin is maybe the first thing I'd say if you wanted to get into, just buy Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the is the you know number one crypto. Um, 
it's still very risky because it's not you know the regulation you know the regulations surrounding the 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 crypto are very um uh, loose at the moment and one thing that um investors need to know is that when you have a market where you can short anything right i mean it's that's not you can bet against it going one way um i would put money that i would i could lose meaning if you have a hundred um a hundred dollars for instance and maybe you normally it's 10 percent you put aside for fun and the 10 percent is i could if i used it if i lost it it doesn't matter to me then i would put 10 so it all depends on your app it, it all depends on your situation right um but like i i mentioned earlier um it's so easy to get in the barrier to entry is so low um you just have to you know you just have to read up maybe on how to use binance right yeah so yeah it, it really depends on you what is the entry and exit points that we somehow need to consider when buying or selling a particular coin token or any digital assets okay the the the, the entry and exit points um well you can enter anytime right um invest i mean it it all depends on your time horizon let's say for your investment uh, always always now is the best um as long as you believe in it i think um and if you're if you're investing right then um you can even if you're not trading you could pick out the chart you can pull out the a, a a a chart of the of the performance of the coin and see if it's if it's kind of on its high or it's low um and uh if your time horizon is only let's say two six months um then you then you start, you try to see is this thing is this thing you know almost in the top or is this thing almost on the bottom based on how historically it performed now obviously past performance is no guarantee of future um you know uh, gains but um it's a start um I also think uh, if you have, it's just like regular investing. Um, if you invested in PLDT, for instance, you get uh, Philippine Long Distance Telephone Corp. You then your your one thousand pesos would get you. Oh no, you couldn't do that. A five thousand pesos would get you maybe a couple of shares, right? Um, whereas if you invested in let's say BDO Bank or uh union bank or in things like that you get a lot more shares so it it really depends um if you wanted large caps so they call it the large cap which are big ones so you have the bitcoin in that sense or you could do ethereum which you could have thought you could have called medium cap you know cheaper easier to, to easier more 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 coins you could buy for that and um in in crypto it's not so bad because you could buy a percentage of the coin Right, you didn't have to make. Uh, you didn't have to come up with the whole 
let's say 1,000 pesos for one coin, you could have uh, invested in increments of that. So um, I'd say if you have your mindset to invest in, 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 in crypto, do a little reading, listen to a little, um, you know, um, Fin Circle has really good podcasts about it. And, you know, you just get a, a little a, a little idea um, and um, you can you can you can start uh, try it out. That's always the best. But with money, you like I said, um, don't mind losing. Now that we have the bare essentials, how do we start investing in crypto? Perhaps you can walk us through Chip on the process and its uh, prerequisites. Um, crypto, as you know, is built on well, the crypto coins. Everything are built in the blockchain. So the blockchain is like um, there's a lot of KYC that goes in there. So um, really, you just have to have your IDs. It's all about having an ID, maybe two valid IDs. Um, and then um, you got to have a mobile phone that works because most of these things uh, uh, rely on, on your mobile phone uh, for OTPs or even, even um, they have, this is the first time I even came across uh, this thing, which is the um, a generator, code generators. Those are all on the phone. Um, and then you have to have a valid email address. I suggest um, that you make a new, whole new one for how I do it is all my investments, anything I do investing, whether it's crypto or anything, I have a different email address. That's just so I can, you know, I, I don't mix it with the, with the personal things, right? You don't have to go get another phone, but, but uh, you know, um, an email address would be good because um, uh, like the exchanges or whatever you invest in, sometimes they, they email you and it's good to it's good to it's good to see it right away, um, because sometimes it's time sensitive, right? So you have to do this within this time, or your uh, your your coin has hit your um, you know your your target price, or your NFT has um, has an offer, you know, reply within ten minutes or five minutes, you know, things like that. And, and if it's in your personal email, it sometimes gets lost, and it's happened to me. So it's gotten lost. Uh, so that's what I would suggest. Um, other than that, it's very easy. Um, a, a place to start, and I think uh, is good. It's held the test of time. There are a lot of exchanges, um, but I think Binance um, is a good one. Uh, KuCoin I've used, but I'm 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 more. I think I'm more. Um, uh, how do you say? I feel better with using Binance there. Given your considerable experience on these digital assets, what are the most important takeaways on crypto investment that you will recommend for beginners and all the others who are into this particular activity? Well, I think that, um, you know, it's an experience. Um, I, I want to share now at this time my experience. Um, I, I've done well and I've done not well. You know, I'm, you know, and, and, um, I won some, I've lost some, I probably lost more than I've won, but, um, the key takeaways here are number one, um, when there's no regulation, anything goes always, you know, you don't, you don't, 
doesn't necessarily uh, mean that what they write on their on their white paper or their website or their emails to you are correct. You really have to do your due diligence again. And at this point, the problem with this is that due diligence, how much due diligence can you do on something that you don't know? I mean, that is something that's not regulated, for instance, in this case, right? We can do all our due diligence, but at the end, they were investing in apples, not bananas. And because these jurisdictions allow it because there's no regulation, then you really have to you really have to just be wary and cautious and again go back to the earlier principle that I was talking about is diversify. You know, you can I think if you're if you're doing that, if you're if you're if you're doing crypto now, um maybe maybe read up maybe read up on um you know regulated places that are that are regulated um and see what there is there um i think that uh well if you do trading that's a good thing because you can you can you know you can exit pretty much quickly and mitigate that risk of it just disappearing tomorrow and it does happen in the crypto space you have you have let's say a hundred dollars worth of coins and tomorrow it's gone that's what they the the term there was uh rug pull there was a there was a there was a that 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 was real and i said what's that and the first time i experienced that it was like oh okay that's that <laughs> and um you know i have the i had an unfortunate experience of um investing in um I mean, well, not investing, but also using a wallet platform um, uh, that went uh, bankrupt, and um, you know, it 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 uh, it really didn't. It really was not transparent. I mean, it had all the you know, it, it had all the prospectus. I mean, if you if you've been offered investment before, a really nice brochure and all of these things online. I mean, this is all online. And um, you see the past performance. Okay, check. It looks okay. Um, they went through some problems before, but they were able to fix it. You know, so um, yeah. And I, 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 I placed some money inside the in, inside that wallet, and and now it's in chapter eleven. So, <laughs> uh, you know, you there. It's locked in. Your your money is pretty much locked in now. So yeah, I mean, I've I've had um I've had good um I've had good um experiences with trading, not so good experiences, but okay experiences with holding, um putting your money into wallet. I would suggest you look at what they call cold storage. So this is a device that you can plug into your computer, where you can take it. I guess how do you say off grid, right? So you take it off the exchanges. Your your money is held pretty much in like you put it in a safe. You put your credit card in the safe for a rainy day. You put your crypto in a in a in a cold storage for a rainy day. So I think that's that's a that's I think a bare essential you really need to know what that is, um, especially if you're doing it long term. So for in my case, I I I I bought some for you know. For the rainy day and some for you know, 20 years down the road you know and that's all in cold storage yeah. very well said 
Are there any initiatives that you're currently preoccupied with that you would like to share with our podcast listening audience? And most importantly, what are the easiest way of uh, reaching out or contacting you? Oh, I, initiatives in the in in this space? No, unfortunately, I don't. Um, I'm more into right now. I like um, I dabble more as an investor than um, you know an entrepreneur. I mean, for my for for a while, I was I I was I was um, I was into financial wellness. So this is um this was uh, targeted at um employees of companies here in the Philippines, um digital of course, and uh, and uh but now but now um I'm um I'm 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 more I'm more doing investing. So, but yeah, I mean if you if you guys if you guys um if you guys want um you know I I'd love to share experiences and. And if you have any questions, if you if 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 you um you know think I can answer them and you know send me an email and I'll try my best. You know I don't mind. Um, I think one of the things in the digital age is community, right? You can it's so easy to build up a community whether you're you're the the person who built it or you're part of it. But I think sharing ideas is very important, especially in this journey of 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 crypto, which is so young. It's in its infancy still um so yeah no problem i i i uh i can send you i can i can figure out how to get an email out yeah, so. thanks so much jeff for sharing us your remarkable experience on crypto investment and its significant relevance to our digital economy we wish you great success in the future Thanks very much for having me. I, I hope uh, the listeners uh, learned something from me. Um, and uh, good luck, everyone. Thank you. episodes of Pin Circle by clicking the subscribe button or follow us on Spotify 
Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Amazon Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Audible, Overcast, TuneIn, and Anchor.fm. You can also reach us on our website at pincircle.wordpress.com and our Facebook page at Pincircle Podcast. This concludes our podcast episode today. Thank you for listening on Pincircle. This is Ed Angelus. Let's catch up again soon.